Hey, 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 shout out real quick, real quick. Want to shout those people out there who are listening to podcasts, driving in the car. I know how it is. That dude just cuts you off. You want to flip him off, but guess what? Stay calm, all right? Because today's going to be a good day. Shout out to those people who are listening to podcasts and headphones who maybe got that one headphone working and you're not going to have to buy a new one. You are rocking out with the one headphone confidently, okay? That's called confidence, all right? And it's called determination and patience because I know how hard it is to listen to one headphone. Shout out to the people who got headphones on with probably one, you know, uh, you know the headphones that have the, the little squishy things on them, but your, your squishy thing already popped off, but you're still listening to it, I know your pain, all right? I got scars on my eardrums from doing that. Shout out to everybody out there who are listening from the Instagram. Shout out to everybody who comments on the post. Um, I'm showing some love out there by trying to do a competition on the story. Shout out to everybody who was a weekly listener, okay? If you want to become a supporter real quick, just check that link in the bottom of the description, and uh, back to the show. Welcome back to another episode of High TV. As you know, we dropped the episode on Friday that we give you tips on how to enter the cannabis industry. But basically, we give you a rundown, a condensed version of what the whole story is, because it really is a difficult task. But just to hit certain bullet points as to what I've seen other companies do and what knowledge is already out there. We even included a link in the description to the last episode to what states are the easiest to start a cannabis business. That goes for hemp. And that goes for THC cannabis as well. But anyway, I want to shout out, before we get into the topics of the cannabis news topics, I want to shout out all the different cannabis smokers out there. Because as you know, when it comes to cannabis users, we are so diverse. We all look different. We all dress different. We all like different things. And that even goes for how we enjoy cannabis. Listen, some of us like to enjoy cannabis via an edible, right? I've seen edibles grow in crazy popularity. You know what I mean? Not even since legalization, but honestly, since recent. People like to take micro dosing where like they have THC mints as like, what, 10 milligrams of mint or 5 milligrams of mint. And so you pop like, you know, four or five of them, you're feeling nice. You're feeling real nice, honestly. I mean, I'm seeing people enjoying different types of dab dab rigs where the dab rigs are like glass art and they have the top concentrates and terpenes and sauce and THCA and batter and shatter. I mean, you name it. I love to shout out all the guys out there who hit the dab. I want to shout out everybody out there who have blunts rolled up by the time you leave work. Like, you know, you punch out of work. What's waiting for you when you get home is a pre-rolled nice joint or blunt to get you lifted and release all the stress you ascertained today at work, okay? I want to shout out all those people out there who may get high in in ways of smoking hashish because you may be from Europe or from the Middle East because I have listeners apparently that span way past the the Atlantic Sea, you know? I I mean, listen, shout out all cannabis smokers because guess what? Even though we're all different, we all enjoy getting high and medicated in different ways, whether it be a vape pen, whether it be a flower vape, whether it be just plain old flower or brand new concentrate what brings us all together is cannabis so that's what i want to shout out everybody out there who all smoke in different type of ways but just remember what brings us all here and even to this podcast high tv is cannabis so anyway what we're going to do this episode is give you the cannabis rundown of the news during the week obviously this is cannabis news now and i know we dropped the episode on Friday, so I'm going to kind of make this one a bit sped up because there's a lot of content for you guys to hear in one week, and I want to overwhelm you guys, all right? Unless you guys really like getting two podcasts a week, let me know because it's an idea I've been flirting with, especially, you know, adding video content to it, maybe adding a, a, a host 
every certain amount of episodes because I feel like there's so many stories to be told when it comes to cannabis. You know, people who used to be growers, what experiences they've gone through, people who have traveled, you know, to legal states, worked in a legal state and are maybe now in a non-illegal state setting themselves up for success. So speaking of, we're going to jump into our first story. And this segment is called CBD News. I'll come with a wittier thing in the future, but for right now, it's called CBD News. As you know, CBD is growing in immense popularity, like immense popularity. I'm seeing CBD. Yo, I literally saw a page on Instagram that was CBD hot dogs. Now, at first, I thought it was a joke. At first, I saw this page that came up on my Instagram and was referred to me. You know, Instagram shows you page you, you should follow. And I always ignore that anyway, because it's always people I don't want to follow. But then I seen the, the, the name of this Instagram, it was CBD Hot Dogs, and I had to click. I thought I was pissed off when I heard of CBD toilet paper. This dude has CBD corn dogs, where like literally it's a corn dog where I guess somehow he drib- dribbles some uh, CBD oil on top of it and then sells it at like these summer, you know, events. Let's say he goes to Coney Island or different parts of New York City and sells these corn dogs. I mean, yo, to each his own, but come on, y'all just putting drops of CBD on everything and y'all selling it. But I'm not hating it because you know it's all about the hustle. It's all about the creativity. And I, I may be displaced by it, but hey, it, it, it is what it is, right? So that being said, the first story we're going to talk about is how CBD drinks are soaring in popularity. I know if you guys have seen the post, if you followed my story on Instagram at Hep International, where we talked about, you know, CBD seltzer water, where we talked about, you know, CBD drinks in cans, CBD guava, whatever. I mean, people are just having regular drinks that are put in cans and are putting CBD in it. And you know what? I'm not mad at it because... As you know, having an amount of cannabinoids in the system, not just THC like we all enjoy, but just cannabinoids are known to take away the ailments that may come from a cannabinoid deficiency. A lot of people in the United States have cannabinoid deficiencies. Now you're like, yo, hi TV, what the hell is a cannabinoid deficiency? Well, cannabinoid deficiency happens when your endocannabinoid system that regulates your your mood, your sleep, your hunger, and a bunch of other processes in the body does not have or or is not producing enough cannabinoids which leads you to get you know certain other ailments or have certain mood disorders like depression anxiety and a bunch of other things and that's why when you take some of these substances like cbd of course it helps you know the endocannabinoid system get kicked back into gear now of course when you're smoking thc flour they all contain small amounts of cannabinoids but let's be real a lot of us don't know that the most of the cannabinoids you're taking in when you're smoking a joint happens in like your first few puffs as soon as you light that cannabis the majority of the cannabinoids you're getting are in that first draw that's why when you light it and you and you take that first puff and you take that second puff it's the best feeling ever because you're taking most of your cannabinoids then and of course you know especially if you're smoking like a, a blunt or a blunt that lasts really long and you're still smoking that thing for like 30 minutes plus which is a long time to be smoking a blunt let's be honest i mean a whole episode on tv you got a blunt rolling i commend you in your rolling skills because that means it's tight and it's good ass flower but anyway when you're smoking a blunt that lasts a long time or a joint depending on what you enjoy like with the fonto leaf what you're taking in you know when it gets down to the roach is majority cbn and as you know cbn is a cannabinoid that causes you to get sleepy it helps you get sedated that's why many products now that are not only cbd products meant for sleep where they contain melatonin but they also contain high levels of cbn because cbn is just known naturally to make you want to go the f to sleep 
So with that being said, CBD drinks are raising in popularity. And some people want to take CBD and not want to feel, you know, sleepy at all. And for that, I'm jumping, jumping into the next story, which is CBD coffee. Now, CBD coffee is something that I have gotten wind of probably back at the end of 2016, where I thought of the idea like, yo, this is a good idea. And the reason being is for many people in America, coffee is a way of life. Coffee is a necessity. Some people have mugs that say, don't talk to me unless I've had my cup of joe. And the reason being is, especially if you're an avid coffee drinker, it's hard for you to perform and get to that mental uh, level of clarity and mental energy and invigoration without having caffeine in your system because your body is so used to having it in the morning that you're literally, you know, not energized or you feel like shit in the morning because you drink so much coffee. And coffee is necessity. We live in a capitalistic society that are, is very demanding that uh, of our jobs, making sure our jobs are done to a, a great degree. And we're asked to do so early in the morning. For anybody, anybody out there who's listening to the podcast and have gone to college you kind of have an idea what i'm talking about for all you guys out there who probably had like a 8 a.m 9 a.m science or math class you're just waking up in the morning even if you got ample amount of rest you're gonna wake up in the morning at 8 and 9 a.m and absorb this complicated information like come on pre-calculus physics chemistry organic chemistry you name it those early classes were hell i mean at first, if you're not used to it, you're probably nodding off in the class. You're trying to pay attention. Some of you try to record, you know what I mean, to help out. But who's really going to sit down and listen to a, you know, 40-hour, 30-minute long recording? I mean, I know I tried it, but it didn't even work. So what I'm really getting at here is CBD coffee has the ability to provide you energy without having jitters and as you know when you drink coffee you're mentally invig invigorated right so that means you have much more mental energy and sometimes when your mental is so energized and it's so you know ready to work it kind of gives you this jumpy jittery feeling that can even lead to anxiety and often when you have anxiety that can even lead into stress because you constantly feel an ease and and so things that you may be t tolerable of you're not going to be so calm and cool and chill about it in the future or for the rest of the day so that being said, I want to know what you guys think about CBD coffee. Would you drink it? Do you think it's BS? Do you think it's even true the claims they have? Where not only do you drink the coffee and you get the benefits of the coffee, but you also get the anti-anxiety and anti-jitters and the relaxation that comes with taking CBD. And, you know, I, I really find it amazing how, you know, CBD is being evolutionized into many different forms you know where where have cbd soda and cbd salsa water and in this case cbd coffee and that brings us to our next story out in washington they have banned cbd edibles now for one it pissed me off as you can hear because why would you ban people from getting their medicine why would you ban something that has so many positives and not many negatives outside of maybe, you know, your liver processing too much CBD if you take it like someone like myself every day, where that can be an issue. But let's be honest, CBD is a quality of life changer an improver. Many of you guys who are listening have gone through anxiety attacks, panic attacks. We just feel an ease mentally. And then sometimes it takes a toll on you physically. We just don't even have the, the effort or the, or, or, the, or the wherewithal, not the wherewithal, but the energy inside of you to go out and even participate in social events because your anxiety is so bad and until you found cbd you were thinking that there was something wrong with you or there was something wrong with the world around you and you just felt uneasy and life just was not happy and so once you finally found you know cbd as a way to help you out mentally and 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 deal with whatever bs is happening around you for whatever reason it changed your life and so with that being said washington banning cbd 
is ridiculous. I mean, I'm not banning CBD, but banning edible CBD. So let me get into the story here and the facts. So facts. Hemp was legalized, including CBD, in fall of 2018. Now, this meant that CBD extracts and all things that come from hemp, including the oils, seeds, and most importantly, CBD, is legal. So with that being said, it allowed companies like the Bed Bath & Beyond, the Walmarts, the GNCs, some pharmacies to carry CBD products who are publicly traded on their shelves because now it's federally legal. The gray area is gone with CBD. It's legal and here to stay. Shout out to Texas who just legalized hemp and CBD by accident <laughs> uh, last week. So yes, once it became legal, there was a mandate in there or part of the, uh, the legalization bill that said that the FDA will regulate CBD as an edible. Now, of course, that means that CBD as a topical is good to go because there's not really much regulation you need there. Just make sure you're not putting poison into whatever topicals you're using. But of course, if you're eating it, the FDA has the last word. That's why you see products on, you know, the Internet or on commercials say not yet approved by the FDA because the FDA has to approve it and say that it's healthy or it's not having false claims and it's good for human consumption. So if you take something that says it's good for sleep and there ain't nothing in there for sleep, no valerian root, no no melatonin, no CBN, nothing like that, the FDA is going to come around and slap you with a cease and desist or stop what you're doing because you're making medical claims that aren't true or you're making claims that this product doesn't even affect chemically. And as you know, everything in the body is a chemical reaction. So with that being said, Washington seems like they're shitting their pants, they're shaking the boots, they're biting the nails, they're nervous. They got that one sweat that drop that starts from the top of your forehead and slow motion ends up, you know what I'm saying, to, your, to the bottom of your chin till it falls. I mean, I'm telling you, like they're really sweating. They're really nervous. And the reason why Washington is nervous is because they don't know what the FDA will do yet. They don't know if the FDA is going to go ahead and approve this thing or the FDA is going to put a big middle finger up and say all CBD edibles are illegal. So it's all about regulation and lack of FDA approval. So, I mean, what's going to happen is in, in, in uh, Washington, according anywhere else that may go ahead, like I think Massachusetts also banned CBD edibles, is because this, they fear the regulation by the FDA. They don't want to have to deal with the political outcry or the political fallback from allowing it to be legal while the FDA said no. And basically, the FDA probably went to Washington and said, yo, respect my gangster. Don't allow CBD oil into foods and then we could be cool. If you want to be elected next uh, uh, election season, go ahead and heed my warning. Because I told you as, as a few episodes ago, that's just how it works in America. It's all about lobbyists, politicians, and who can put the money in the pocket in the day. And you got to realize the pharmaceutical company may be also a part of those lobbyists that want to have CBD edibles illegal. Because if you're selling medicines that insurance companies are paying out with mostly, you know, no kind of rejection or anger or deterrence you're going to want to keep that and now if your patients are now able to take cbd mixed into their lamb chops and potato or mashed potatoes <laughs> chances are you're not going to be happy because as i just mentioned cbd helps with anxiety so now xanax is going to be gone prolof is going to be gone or these other anti-anxiety medicines they're going to be gone and the reason being they're going to be not going to be gone but they're going to lose sales because cbd is so re uh, readily available 
So anyway, Washington, please get your act together. As you see, CBD is doing great things in its inclusion in food. And I kind of like having CBD as a high uh, uh, percentage of CBD, I mean, of THC edibles as well. When you have infused foods and there's 10 milligrams of THC and five to eight milligrams of CBD, you're not going to feel so high and feel sleepy and probably end up with your face splashing the mashed potatoes. What's gonna happen is you're gonna feel good. You're gonna feel more social, less panic attacks. So you know, some people when they get high, they get panic attacks because their brain chemistry is just designed that way, where maybe uh, low doses work for them. So anyway, I hope Washington gets their act together because that really pissed me off because you know, you're really deterring people from getting their medicines from restaurants that may wanna include CBD, like a pizza shop here in Miami that likes to do CBD drops on pizza. It's cool, it's great, and it makes you wanna come back for more food, let's be honest, because you ate something that literally made you feel better in our next story millennial entrepreneurs are at the lead this is all cbd story we're going to jump into cannabis stories just so you know so if you don't even care about cbd just skip ahead towards the cannabis news stories this is cbd okay cbd because i really love cbd so the news around is very important but anyway back to the story so yes millennial entrepreneurs are leading the way when it comes to hemp and cbd businesses as you know when it comes to entering a new industry, especially if you're a millennial, someone whom, you know, most likely, you know, are in your 20s and early 30s, who potentially went to college and are in college and are in co collegiate debt. So with that being said, your financial means of starting a company isn't as easy. However, with something like hemp, where you can sell it online, you could do all these other things that don't really have a high barrier of entry, unless you're a hemp farmer, of course. But if you're selling CBD products, it's really easy. That's why you go to the gas station or even when I drive by to work and see the, the quote-unquote the adult store is selling cbd and has a big advertisement on one of its windows saying that it sells cbd gummies so like i'm saying the barrier of entry for weed is low i mean for cbd is low which allows millennials to now enter the market and become entrepreneurs because it's growing it's fast and people want this stuff they need this stuff in some cases so with that being said shout out to millennials people who are in my age group that are leading the hemp and cbd industry you guys are doing the damn thing, okay? I mean, listen, I'm, like I told you, people back in just a couple years, years ago thought CBD was a joke. It sounded like it was some good, too good to be true BS, but guess what? It is that good, and you can believe it. CBD is here to stay, and it's being ran by millennial entrepreneurs. Our last story in the CBD rundown is about cannabidol cosmetics market grew a whopping 31.3% last year now you mentioned a couple podcasts ago where i told you when i first heard the idea of cbd cosmetics i looked at the products list i heard the ideas about it and i was just like yo what the what the f is this cbd cosmetics who wants cbd in their mascara you know <laughs> not to be you know not to come up misogynist but i'm just saying i didn't really see the need for it and as i explained you know cbd has anti-inflammatory properties which may be good for your face maybe let's say you wake up in the morning and you have a uh, swollen face because you slept on one side you can literally wipe cbd on that one side of your face and that swelling will go down because of All right, real quick, because I recorded this episode really quickly, didn't really get to put in the part where I say we'll be right back with the second part of the episode. Didn't want to make you guys seem confused when the ad starts. So it's a short episode. So I did you guys a favor with one ad and obviously, you know, ad with the WeTube and it just went right back to the show. So anyway, enjoy. I know it's a bit of break, but help us pay the bills. So if you guys listen to the ads, it really does help us out. All right. Be right back.
This podcast is brought to you by WeTube. If you have ever gotten your content banned, demonetized, or removed from platforms like YouTube, this is the app for you. You can make a channel for free and gain over 300,000 subscribers like the other popular WeTubers on the platform. It's free and you can get paid for your videos with a promise of never getting deleted. That's WeTube available on Apple and Android platforms. Again, this is a platform for censored content creators by censored content creators. If you love cannabis like we do here at High TV and Hemp International, check out WeTube today, the platform for weed content creators. Now back to the show. the anti-inflammatory properties so those people who are out there that really love cosmetics love the beauty industry probably buy a shit ton of beauty products you can go out there and make you know beauty products that have to do with cbd as well because it's a fast-growing sector apparently there's a need people really want it so why not produce it so uh shout out to uh cbd cosmetics for growing that much in a short amount of time but guess what that's not the only company that grew exponentially when it comes to their industry. Our next story has to deal with marijuana stock, Cresto Labs increased their revenue by get this, not 10%, not 50%, not 100%, 253% increase in revenue between the uh between uh 2019 no, excuse me, 2018 and 2019. So last year. That's what happens when I'm trying to read instead of freestyle on a podcast like I normally do. But anyway, the point is, Cresco Labs is increasing at a rate that is unprecedented. If you guys have not been following the global cannabis index when it comes to all the, you know, New York Stock Exchange cannabis companies, they aren't doing so well. They had a great, they had a great year, was it 2017? slash 2018 but for some reason in 2019 cannabis companies just are not producing the revenues that that they were promised they're not seeing profits it's not looking like you know old school cannabis industry i mean old school stock industry or stock exchange where a company would whole goal like walmart is to produce a profit but when it comes to growing fast when it comes to you know dominating a market like can't canopy growth has out in canada it's not going to happen if you're going to be producing lots of profits because once you make profits you have less you have more money to be taxed and you have uh more money that means that could have been gone into your company to grow even further so these companies are trying to grow fast so you don't give they don't give a rat ass about profits they're just focused on growth so that's probably that's probably why you know linton bruce linton from canopy growth got fired because he lost a billion dollars for canopy growth a billion how do you lose a billion dollars like sheesh a billion imagine you had a billion keys right I wouldn't lose a billion keys. Now, I lose my keys from time to time. Back when I was a youngin', you know, have a dorm room key, gone. You know what I'm saying? God forbid I didn't really lose my... I never lose my car keys. But I definitely lose, lost before my house keys. You know, they fall out your pocket. Things happen, especially when you're like a a, a, a snot-nosed, irresponsible teenager who plays basketball and cares about that more than his keys. 
But anyway, so that congratulations to Cresco Labs and their 253% increase in revenue. So shout out to the Potstock fam. Shout out to everybody out there that trades on Robinhood, Ameritrade, you know, any type of exchange apps, even if you're in a Forex game and you love the can you love cannabis yourself. And so you say, you know what? There's no way I can't invest in a cannabis company because I trade these stocks anyway. And why not trade stocks in something I love? Now moving on. So talking about another cannabis company that's very popular in the industry. Cookies. Cookies is ran by Burner. Burner is a rapper who now turned cannabis entrepreneur and almost like a cannabis godfather. He has had his hand in creating the gelato strain, the Girl Scout cookie strain, and many of the other strains that a lot of us enjoy today were all created at the hands of Burner. Now, of course, Burner wasn't the main grower. He's kind of the guy that has the idea and had the funds and found people who were so genius in their knowledge in cannabis to help him create it. Now, it looks like Burner brand cookies is reaching a deal with uh, a Michigan cannabis company to enter the recreational market in Michigan. Apparently the recreational market in Michigan may not be as big and crazy in uh, California, but let's, let's be honest. All of what Michigan has gone through from the bailout, I mean, from the financial crisis back in 2008, from losing all their factory jobs, you know, Michigan needs weed more than anybody else. I mean, have you, have you heard what's going on in, or has gone on in Flint, Michigan? I mean, water is lost. People are bathing in water that can put scales on their skin. People can light their water on fire. I mean, Flint, Michigan literally has not... It does not have water. It took football players donating hundreds of thousands of dollars to donate in water bottles just so that these men and women and children can take a shower. So if there's anybody in the world who needs cannabis legalized, it was Michigan. And apparently the market in Michigan has taken off, you know, quite handily. Because it's not so regulated and such a high cost of entry, such as other states like, oh, cough, cough, California, and, uh, you know, medical industry here in Florida, you, it allows people who are very passionate about cannabis to enter the industry and see a success. Because if you live in Michigan, chances are, you know, you're going to, you know, that shop that's in your town. And that shop in your town has that perfect amount of cannabis you're looking for. And so, with, I don't know what, what type of Michigan accent that was. Fuck around and have Eminem come clap me in the face and say, Marshall Math. Anyway, bad joke. But the point is... You know, Michigan is taking off when it comes to the recreational market and Burner sees that opportunity. So I, I see this as a start where Burner would enter the Michigan, you know, recreational market. And now he will enter the Illinois uh, recreational market because they have recently legalized weed. And if you don't know, Burner kind of combines the cool factor in what he does. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact that, you know cookies is known to be associated with weed is so smart like you guarantee a stoner came up with the name cookies like my dude burning was sitting down with a blunt in the hand and was like yo what does everybody love other than weed he's like yo cookies when you were a kid and you were on your know, cookies the only thing he probably wanted as a kid and many of us only wanted as a kid how many of us would sneak into the kitchen after our parents told us no and go get cookies from the cookie jar that's all of us. So he was very smart branding and naming his brand cookies. It's fun, it's playful, and it makes you kind of think of something that's delicious. And his weed is delicious, all right? And uh, shout out to the video we uploaded on Instagram about the fake runts, because it's going around town, and it's also fake cookies going around, and all this other stuff, fake Dr. Zodiacs. But you know what? I'm not going to expose these plugs at the session events, because at the end of the day, they're providing cannabis, and they're better cannabis than what we had before. You know, so to each his own, I just wanted to point that out last episode, and I kind of saw it as a good clip to share, you know, people to know what the podcast is about. 
But yeah, congratulations to Burner. Burner created like Hemp 2.0. Burner helped create certain uh, rolling papers that we all smoke. Burner helped create strains. I think I already mentioned that. He has, you know, the, the, the dispensary cookies in South in uh, San Francisco. He has his own grow operation in Vegas. I mean, the dude is busy in weed, bro. Like busy, busy, busy. I noticed some, uh, oh, cocoa nugs, those chocolate candies that look like weed, that's Burner too. So just to kind of picture the type of cannabis tycoon Burner is in the industry, that him making a move to enter Michigan is something to be commended and respected because the man obviously has an eye for not only the future, but knows what works in the cannabis industry because he himself is a cannabis entrepreneur. Next, we have Canada. Oh, Canada. I don't know how to sing the anthem. I just made that up. But listen, can, our cousins up north, twice removed, Canada is looking to legalize edible cannabis extracts and topicals. As you know, Canada has some of the most limiting, limiting cannabis laws I've ever seen. I mean, if you look at the picture of the container that the weed comes in, it's like a gray blob with a big yellow sign. It's a warning sign of obviously this contains THC and it's just trash. You, you don't really have branding when it comes to Canadian weed. And the reason why they did that is because Canada, oh, they're so nice and kind. They're so worried about the kids. They're worried about kids liking the packaging and wanting what in the package because it's designed so well if you look at white runts it looks like some type of candy that a kid would like let's be honest but that's a bag you will never see in canada for the time being that you know canada doesn't even allow celebrity branding i mean the fact that you have you know justin bieber and seth rogan they both smoke hella weed i mean i don't know justin bieber recently has joined the church and has looked like that guy from 13 reasons why like he just looks straggly it is what it is you know he found god and he's doing his thing but damn bieber what happened uh, but anyway, back to it. You have Seth Rogen, one of the biggest stoner icons on the planet outside of, you know, Snoop Dogg and uh, Willie Nelson and Cheek and Chong. The dude can't even advertise his products in Canada. So the dude has to resort to selling products in his lame, lame way. So with that being said, Canada stepping his game up, now selling edibles, now selling extracts and topicals is doing the right thing. I'm excited for all my guys up in Toronto, out in the six, shout out to Drake, shout out to all the other Canadians I can't remember at this time, but y'all all dope, man. Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, we love all y'all. Enjoy the edibles, enjoy the extracts, and enjoy the topicals. And for, yo, for you to legalize weed first and then, then now allow edibles and extracts and topicals doesn't make any sense you know and it kind of lets me go back towards texas texas if you don't know legalized uh hemp and cbd last year i mean last week and it was all a mistake i believe the vote was like 143 in favor of legalizing cbd for, only for epilepsy but it now allowed them to grow hemp so you can only imagine because hemp and weed look so similar you know in 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 appearance especially the hemp that's grown for cannabinoids of cbd they're gonna look just like weeds so it's gonna be hard to determine who is who so texas might as well go ahead and legalize the whole thing because no one's gonna know <laughs> that your weed plant i mean that your hemp plant is actually a weed thc plant right so we'll see what happens there and that's that i made that correlation by saying that they legalized cbd which was for topicals edibles and everything and then we can see texas go ahead and legalize in the future but canada oh backwards canada your flannel shirts and your maple syrup they went ahead and legalized weed first and then decided eh, we'll go ahead and legalize everything else you know later you're like edibles extracts and fucking topicals 
All right, last but not least, we have the popular. Popular, you've seen their signs on taxis, you've seen their billboards in your nearest city, you've seen them around. Weed Maps, popular website Weed Maps no longer will advertise black market businesses. And let's be honest, this is probably, you know, Weed Maps, Weed Maps plan all along. Be the number one source to find dispensaries on your advertising and to your, you know, investors but really allow a marketplace similar to ebay or amazon that allows third-party cannabis sellers to go on the website this would increase not only you being on the website it would increase customers having way more you know options when it comes to where they want to buy weed and then once the government decides to crack down on you you'll finally say oh we're not going to allow you know black market sellers here even though we really wanted it when we just started because we would we knew we would grow faster which is exactly what happened but now they're entering legal trouble uh, as you know, in California, the taxes are too damn high. You remember that dude that was dressed like a black Colonel Sanders in the 2016 election? His whole premise was the rent is too damn high. He had like a gloves on and a crazy mustache. Well, anyway, the taxes in California is way too damn high. And this leads most people to go ahead, if they can't afford it, buy from their regular weed man in the black market at session events for the purpose of saving money. So that being said, those legalized, these legal companies that have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions on their business and are sweating balls because their investors are upset that they're not turning a profit, cough, cough, canopy growth. They decided to go ahead and run smear campaigns. And I, a part of me really thinks that these legal companies are behind these vape products making people sick because vaporizers aren't really anything new. People have, in fact, been using vape pens for like the past three, four years, even when, you know, I was probably, let's say, you know, 2014, I was seeing vape pens with THC in them. Now, of course, the contents in the vape pens decided to get a little more light skin and lighter and lighter and lighter. Because you remember back in 2014, concentrates were all that dark brown color and we thought it was fire. We were like, yo, this, this stuff gets you baked, bro. Because we all kind of thought that it was the liquid version of hash, which it was. But once we kind of fine-tune the science and, you know, target the cannabinoids, now our oils are nice and beautiful, amber and light, you know? But uh, I said to say that we've been vaping for such a long time with a lower quality cannabis extract. It's hard to believe that so many people are getting sick from these vape carts all at once. You know, it's not out of possibility that some cannabis company who has millions that may be going down the drain by a lack of sales will go ahead and maybe pay a news a news outlet to go ahead and publish a story about vapors getting sick. Uh, go ahead and purposely, you know, tarnish a uh, black market brand to try and get people to come to your brand which is legal which is clean which is tested and so and you know like, even in regular conversations i could see them as a company go ahead and suggest things like oh our cannabis products are always tested and always clean and we'll promise never to put you in a coma like these jewels are you know things of that nature kind of apply on the fear so i mean it's possible is is it is it what exactly happening i don't know you know i'm, I'm not quick to you know jump to conclusion but i'm quick to to speculate and you know just spark the idea for conversation so uh but yeah man weed maps are smart weed maps said we're going to use these black market dealers to make sure we grow fast get more downloads you know what i'm saying and then once the government decided to knock on our door we'll just go ahead and close whatever illegal action we was doing throw the weed into the night table so that when the parents come in aka the government they ain't going to feel a thing right they're not going to know a thing is up they're going to be like okay you're good to go so yeah so if you're a black market business on weed map just know that you may be deleted soon i believe weed maps is going through the registrations of the legal 
the of the uh, board of cannabis in the different locations it is, and then determine what companies belong on the site and which companies don't. Because the weed maps want to do the smart thing and say, instead of us supplying black market dealers, why don't we support legal legalized businesses? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with my voice, but it's a, it's a smart move because sooner or later weed is going to be legal everywhere, and there's going to be more and more legal businesses. So legal cannabis businesses know that you are one to work with us, help us out, and not have our numbers go down because of black market sales. We'll go ahead and sign a contract with you before we sign anybody else because chances are any brand new weed ma- weed maps like Site, aka Plug, or whatever it's called. They're going to have a hard time gaining users as fast as Weedmap has because for so long, the app and the company has allowed black market dealers into its marketplace. So all in all, that wraps up our cannabis news now. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope it wasn't too much. I mean, last week's episode was an hour and 30 minutes long. So I decided, you know what, let me just back off and give you guys just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So either way, thank you for tuning into the show. Uh, Stay tuned and stay high, folks. ITV. And by the way, this is Cannabis News Now. Follow us on Instagram at Him International and go ahead and follow us on Spotify. You can download our episode before you leave the house and have it in HD. Now, I know my voice is kind of deep, so it may not be the most pleasurable to listen to, but hopefully you guys enjoy the content that I am giving you guys while I record this podcast. Just know what, while I'm recording this podcast, it's midnight, you know, it's, it's late in the night, and I get these things out by 4.20 a.m. every Monday. So thank you guys out there who come back week after week and, you know, listen to our podcast, whoever shares it with their friend, who puts people on. Like, I'm happy for that. At the end of the day, we're all in this together. We all love cannabis however we want to enjoy it and that's life so as always stay tuned and stay high folks high tv peace listen high tv i have a problem i have a cannabis business and facebook and instagram just banned me where can i advertise my business because listen i have product and people love it and i want the world to know do you have any suggestions high tv uh well first please unplug your nose when you're talking to me (laughs) but no i have had the same problem and look no further than advertising your cannabis business or cbd business whatever you're doing in the space you can advertise on podcasts and the good thing about this podcast is is derived from an instagram that reaches over thirty thousand people and i i talk directly to the cannabis community so know that your advertisement would be reaching the cannabis market stay tuned and say hi folks ITV, making your cannabis advertising much easier. Peace.